the president now. Yeah, I'm the president. So how you been, bro? Like um, uh, last time we, what was the last time we saw each other? Uh, was it the Christmas joint? Yeah. The night before, yeah, it was the night before. Um, yeah, December twenty fourth. Throwing back shots and shit, getting fucking fried. Bro, nigga, I was sauced. <laughs> I was sauced out of my mind, bro. This man was gone, bro. Like I was, I was gone. Like I was not on Earth. Bro, shot a clock was like every five seconds, bro. <laughs> it was a good night. It was a good fucking no, it night. No, it was really good. Like, I enjoyed myself, you know. You're always throwing out the good functions and shit. You know, niggas always having a good time, you know. Word, word. I do it for my niggas. Of course, you know, always. Hell yeah. But, um, I've been alright though. Like, I just, you know, just been grinding and shit. Like, working. Mm. You know, the, the work. this work shit is ghetto, but we gotta fucking do it. Right. You know? Because it's like, how else are we gonna fucking fund and fuel our fucking creative fucking endeavors but um yeah if i'm not working it's either i'm fucking working i'm sleeping or i'm outside fucking trying to experience life as like mm. as much as i can like i'm mr outside respectfully like, mr outside i'm mr outside because like i'll I be out here fucking f dancing on tables and shit with mm. liquor in my hand like bro like the party don't stop when you with kazi respectfully oh <laughs> I see you on I see you on Twitter. You always getting lit. Ah, you know, good I, one. I, I, res I respect it. I respect it. Ah, word, <laughs> word, word. Nah, but how you been, bro? How you been, nigga? If you're Mister Inside, wait, yeah. If you're Mister Outside, nigga, I'm Mister Inside. <laughs> like, bro. I nigga said homebody. <laughs> nigga, I am a homebody. Respectfully, like I just be like listening to music, making music, Hell making yeah. designs and shit. Hell yeah. Staying inside, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with being in the kitchen and cooking shit up, nigga. Come on now. Of course. You know, um, but yeah, like, I just feel like, especially, like, with, like, the weather and shit, like, yeah. I just learned more about appreciating the inside and yeah. shit like that, you know, like, you know, spending more time with myself, like, just making shit, like, I really, I just really tap in with, like, what I want to do. Word. Um, but, like, this summer, though, like, I'm I'm outside every day. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? But. For now, like, you know, niggas, niggas just staying busy in the kitchen, mm -hmm. you know, cooking. How you been personally? Where your heart at? Where your head at? Heart at? Head at? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, my personal life's been pretty fire, man. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, happy to hear that. I'm happy as fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out, you know who. Yeah, but, um, love to see my niggas thriving. But, yeah, man, like, I've been, I've been, I've been chilling, though, you know, school's going good, uh, just everything, everything's going on really good right yeah. now. Yeah, same here. I mean, I feel like the nigga I am, it's like, it's always tricky. But, um, and it's like, you know, that like, and like I've told niggas that like, I fell in love. Mm -hmm. And, um, just been dealing with that and like, you know. The Kazi Baudelaire arc. Ah, uh, Kazi Baudelaire. <laughs> Yeah, I found love and it's cool. And it's like, I finally put that shit out there. And I, I guess it's just like taking it day by day type shit. Cause mm -hmm. it's like, can't rush it. And um, I'm grateful for like that person understanding. And um, I'm grateful to have my niggas. Cause it's like, yeah, I put that out there. And like, even though like, I'm not in this very moment fucking cuffed up, wifed up. And like, I'm in the car about to go on my fucking honeymoon. Like, nah. I'm so like you, you taking a slow type. Yeah, I'm I'm still single. I'm still doing my thing, but like I definitely know where the fuck my heart is, and she got it. So. 
Damn. And that's the only soft shit y'all get from me on here. From, yeah, yeah that, like, that's, that's, that's it. That's like, that's a very rare cause. Yeah, moment. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I feel gross. Like, <laughs> all right, that's it. All right, all right, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Nah, honestly, like, yo, man, like, I feel the same. Like, we both done our Baudelaire arcs right now. Yeah, for real. You know, like, it's, it's going, it's going really good, you know? <laughs> I have myself a nice ass Valentine's Day. Uh, unlike should. unlike y'all niggas, <laughs> you know, like y'all niggas, y'all niggas was down bad that day, nigga. I was, Sheesh. I was chilling, eating some fucking what, what did I eat today? Dun- uh, that day, dumplings. Mm. Hey, dumplings. That shit was know. good as fuck. Mm. Ah, as you should, nigga. You know that shit was fire. You. you know what I'm saying? You mad as fuck? Nah, for <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. But shit's been going good. Between both of us, I see. Yeah. So, um, that's fine. We just, things been going good for us, and we just trying to bring that energy here for y'all. Word. How do you feel about confidence? You just gonna hit me with it like that, my yeah, nigga? Man. <laughs> Fuck it, bro. Let's just get into it. I heard it. Um, how do I feel about confidence? Uh, I hear the word confidence, and you know, you know the, like, you know GTA Five and how like it starts off with like Michael DeSanta sitting on the beach, yeah. Like that specific beach, mm-hmm. like you know how niggas be jogging on that beach because right. that's a real beach in real life. Right. When I think about the word confidence, I just think about someone jogging on that path on that beach, and they're jogging and they're jogging. When I think about confidence, I think about "Run It Up" by Tyler featuring Tizo. Mm. Like. Confidence isn't it's it's it isn't natural. Like right. like or So like, you think like confidence is like something that like you achieve? Yeah, it's like it I meant to say it is natural, my fault. It's uh, like it's not manufactured. Okay. Like you, you need to find that within yourself. Right. It's like a it's like a you gotta search for that shit. It's not learned. Right. But, Honestly, like I definitely feel the same way. Like same with like fulfillment. Mm-hmm. It's like both of those you kind of have to like. There's no like cheat code to that shit. Word. You know, like there's no like secret recipe. There's no secret formula. No fucking like roadmap. You really gotta like just know. Like if you know you have it, then you have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's really not like it's not easy at all to find that shit. Especially no. confidence. Like, you know, especially like with being like creatives and shit. Hell yeah. And, like, comparing ourselves to, like, other niggas, like, that shit could, like, vary, yeah. you know, like, an on and off switch, you know? Could be, like, a like a status, like, oh, like, I'm confident right now, but, like, if I, like, look at this thing, then, like, it's, like, fuck, like, maybe I'm not as good. Like, you feel like you on that track and, like, you, 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 you found your groove, but, like, you see, or, like, you see this one thing or, like, something happens where it's just, like, ah, oh, fuck. Exactly. I feel that. That happens to me all the fucking time, but that's just being human. Right. That's just being a creative, respectfully. Yeah, exactly. So, I feel like there's like a there's like a certain like level of confidence that you should have as a creative. Yep. Like you should be like on the border between like confident and like having an ego. And like I'm a really big like supporter of having an ego. <laughs> um, I am too. I am too. Uh, and I feel like that like kind of like brings in that whole concept of ego death mm-hmm. um what is it what is this, what like what what does ego death mean to you like and how crucial do you feel like it is 
as like a creative and like being creative and like having an ego death in terms of like striving for certain things and getting to your goals not to get like too philosophical or whatever but like i feel like bro what ego death like yeah exactly like i'm about to talk my shit right now hell yeah ego death in general i feel like is like you like detaching yourself from like importance and like the need to like i guess exist and kind of like view i guess like the universe as like all right like nothing matters nothing i do really matters so like let's just like make the best of it oh yeah you know what i mean so like i guess that is like a death of an ego yeah but you could also find another ego Mm -hmm. in that why like for example like you could say like oh like nothing really matters so like let me just talk my shit or like let me just like stunt on niggas it's 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 weird it's like yeah exactly you can find that ego from killing your Mm -hmm. ego exactly that's that is that is philosophical shit exactly it's like a it's like a (laughs) it's like a paradox basically you know what i mean like and like i've had like moments of ego death so many times Mm -hmm. like just like thinking like late at night like bro like yeah this is like my life yeah and like yeah like if i die like i want to make an impact but like truthfully like outside of that like nothing really matters oh yeah like this shit like does not matter only like in our mind and i love that you said that because i'm gonna throw this at you right now what's the one moment in your life you said you've had many moments Mm. but what's the one moment in your life where it's just like yeah that's like yeah like i've killed this nigga many times but this is where i put that this is where like i put the dirt and like tombstone here lies like what was that one moment in your life so far where it's like you really killed that shit and how did you know yeah and how did you know fuck it was definitely when i switched my major from computer science to design because i like lived my whole life well like most of like my academic career has basically been like focused on like becoming a cs major in college and graduating with a computer science degree and becoming a software engineer getting six figures right off the bat at 22 because that's the safe you know uh accepted way Mm -hmm. of living so i kind of like you know like associated like my like my most of my life just on that premise without really like thinking of like the overall like factors that like control everything yeah like my life people around me like etc just the world so like it was like first semester of like me being a cs major Mm -hmm. like i was sitting in a fucking uh programming lecture just like bro like i really can't do this shit like as a living like i just can't like do that like, I physically, like, mentally, like, I'm just not capable of doing it. It didn't feel right. It just did not fit, like, it just didn't sit right with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just knew, like, and I've never had this feeling before where, like, I'm just not supposed to be here, mm. you know? So, like, I I told my, like, advisor or whatever, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I need to switch my major, like, by next semester. So, like, next semester I switched to design and, like, well, actually not. Before that, before that, um, I've had, like, conversations with, like, friends and, like, myself even, like, about, like, even switching. 
because it's like I'm like basically like killing off like all that like past you know like need for like to feel accepted in society and instead like I'm trying to feel accepted like with like myself so I kind of like killed my ego of like like you know what I'm trying to say like it's like it's really like hard to like uh explain now I understand yeah. it's, it's like you you like you had to like go through that ego death to mm. really find like what you were meant to do exactly and that's important not many people have like the inner strength to really know that some people like get in your position and they they, they fold mm. they fold they're like no 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 fuck it fuck it i could do this i could pull through but it's right. like you got to know like it's a really important skill to have to know when some shit isn't right for you when, right. you, when you get that gut feeling exactly like i just i was just in like as a cs major i was just thinking like like why am i doing this if like i know like this shit will not matter exactly. or, like this shit like I, I could be doing the things i'm supposed to do mm -hmm. and it stems from that confidence is having that confidence of like yo like what i do what i want to strive towards what i'm into that shit fucking rocks and like i just know if i stick to that and i like really go for that shit i can fucking do it because i exactly. have that confidence Right, so like after I switched, like I'm fucking like, I'm I'm living like I'm like I really like found like what I'm supposed to do. Like I feel really secure with like, like this is like the shit that I'm supposed to be doing. No word, and yeah. how like I know like what you're doing, and how it ties into like what you produce in terms of like the cinema, right? And how like it basically makes it so much easier, because I know you were telling me that that's like so fucking dope. It's like bro. Even before I, like, committed to, like, the design career path, I was still, like, kind of making, like, you know, like, music and, like, some designs here and there, like... Yeah. And, like, I was pitching ideas to friends, like, just to, like, see, like, how they feel. And, like, they were... They always, like... The response was always, like, I've never heard slash seen shit like this before. Yeah. Like, I always brushed it off, like, thinking that, like, oh, like, they're just a friend. Like, they're just saying that just to say it. Like, you gotta say this. Like, you, you my nigga. Like, exactly. You, you gonna support like, me regardless. Like, they, like, insisted on, like, yo, like, this is actually crazy. Word. Like, why are you, it's like, why are you doing CS? <laughs> nah, word. That's how you know. That's really how you know. Yeah, but, like, uh, like, what about you, though? <sighs> ego death. Like, what was, like, the, like, what was the biggest ego death for you? I feel like certain people know, like certain people like outside looking in, like people who really like pay attention to the little shit that I do know. It was junior year. Mm. Like junior year, like my music taste changed, my style changed. I had like these twists when I was originally trying to freeform my hair, but I didn't have too much knowledge about like that journey and how to take care of my hair in that way. Right. Like I wasn't spiritually like informed on like the freeform journey. Right. So like my hair was like a mess. So like around December 2016, that was like basically like, you know, winter break of junior year. Mm -hmm. Cut that shit off. I cut it all off. And like niggas were shocked. Like, yo, like you was growing out your hair. What the fuck happened to your hair, nigga? But um it was a personal thing. I'm like, yo, like, I wanna do this, I don't want I wanna do this right. December fourteenth, two thousand sixteen was the last time I cut my hair. And wait, repeat that? December 14th, 2016 was the last time I cut my locks. Oh, wow. So you've been growing it out, like, ever since? Yeah, it's, like, what, a little over five years? Wow. So, um, junior year progresses and shit, and, like, 
I'm I'm in my junior year musical and that shit is great. And um, you know, like it's like you're just like you basically on this last hurrah mm-hmm. of like yo, like it's junior year, like I don't give a fuck because I'm about to be a senior. It's like I feel like being a senior, there's a sense of not giving a fuck because like, yeah, you're gonna leave mm-hmm. like after this year, but. There's a different type of not give a fuck when you're a junior. junior, Yeah. Because it's like, now I'm an upperclassman. Mm -hmm. Now, like, this summer that's coming up is going to be great because I'm about to be a senior. Exactly. But, um... Like, you're basically, like, you're already checked out. Yeah, you know? Like, from there. Like, you're basically there. And it made it even more crazy that, like, my my taste in music started to change. And, like, I I had this new hair and I'm growing my fucking hair out. Uh And, like, my style started to change. Like, literally, bro, I was, like, I was that nigga that, like, like... So, my sixteenth birthday, mm-hmm. the ver the like the very first thing that I bought for myself with my own money was my blue corduroy Supreme bucket hat, and literally it was kind of my best friend in ju- like junior year. Mm-hmm. That shit was my best friend junior year. <laughs> like I-, I had that shit on like literally almost every fucking day, and it kind of became a part of my character. I was literally that nigga that like. Like, my niggas know me, like, Benny in the bucket hat. Like, that was me. Like, I was that nigga that would pop out, like, t- in school, like, wearing florals and shit. For no fucking reason. That odd future shit. Flor- like, bucket <laughs> hat, florals, Adidas pants. But, like, I would, like, write shit in the lines. Right. That, like, random shit that meant, like, something to me. Mm. Song lyrics, whatever the fuck it might be. And it's, like, I guess that was the outside part of my ego death. But internally, like, I say it happened junior year. Because, like, like the way I, I started to think kind of shifted. And, like, I really started to find, like, what Kazi meant to me. Right. And I really started to think about, like, the things that you were talking about. Like, I'm not that fucking important. Right. I had an ego death junior year because junior year... I started saying to myself, in five years, none of this shit will matter. Right. Junior year was, what, 2017? That was five years ago. And I'm still saying to this day, none of this shit fucking matters. Doesn't. So that was my ego death. Because I was 16 yet to turn 17 saying shit like, in in five years, none of this shit will matter. Because, like, that's the thing about ego death is, like... It's just that release of knowing, like, it's just a freeing feeling knowing that, like, whatever you do, like, whatever choices that you make, like, you could make, like, nobody's telling you not to do shit. Like, you could really move your life the way you want to. Exactly. Instead of, like, you know, locking yourself into, like, you know, like, what's accepted because, like, that shit does not matter. So, like, like my self-importance isn't according to, like, society. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's, like, who's dictating that? Exactly. You know? Because, like, you can think you're the most important fucking thing in the world, but there's probably a whole other side of the world that don't know who you are and don't give a fuck about you. Right. So it's just, like, it's just a freeing feeling, you know? Exactly. So, after ego death, we talked about, like, we, we just said, like, it's funny how, like, we find a new confidence and a new ego. Yeah. And a lot of niggas could see that like threat as like threatening mm-hmm. or like, you know, like people like because like I know like a lot of people talk down on people 
who are like confident in themselves because they aren't confident in themselves. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like, let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Sheesh. like, because I know, because even after having like the ego death that I had last year, now like I know like okay like, I kind of am that nigga still, like you know what I'm saying like, I am that nigga. Yeah. I am important. Word. Like what I'm doing is important. Exactly. And it's like, for me, I didn't really acknowledge my confidence mm -hmm. until I really saw what I was doing. Right. It was after Kazi Day last year. Mm. And like I seen like the feedback, but also like I seen what I did. Mm -hmm. Niggas really took all their friends, fucking told them, yo, pop out, dress this certain way, and let's party. And niggas did that. Yo, I literally took all my friends... And had a 70s party in the East Village, bro. Like, I did that shit. Mm -hmm. I'm really that nigga. Right. In October this past year, I literally decided, hmm, I want to throw a fucking Christmas party. Maybe that shit. So I threw a fucking Christmas party. And that shit was fucking lit. Mm -hmm. After that, I started to even feel more and more like, yo, I'm that nigga. Right. And I even told y'all that night, like, even though there's outside noise, I don't let it get to me. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, everyone in the room, everyone I surround myself with, is with me. And they surrounded by me because they genuinely fuck with me for who I am type shit. And that's when the ego death comes in. You wouldn't have had that feeling if you didn't have the ego death. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like outside people looking in when they see you you litty and you up and shit is up and it's lifted and it's popping they start to hate mm -hmm. and they start to see that shit as a threat and they start getting insecure mm -hmm. because it's like wait this nigga is up and he's litty i, I kind of want to be a part of this mm -hmm. but like the reason why they want to be a part of it is because they see that you're up and you're litty for genuinely being you mm -hmm. meanwhile they're niggas that probably gotta do all types of shit Flip the way, like, mm -hmm. flip the way they act in front of certain people. Because they didn't have that ego death yet. So, like, they're trying to, like, conform, trying to exactly. change their ways to, like, fit in, to, like, seem important in society when, like, that shouldn't be the fucking case at all. Nope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, even, like, bro, like, I was one of those people before I had my ego death. Like, I was trying to, like, you know, fit in, like, oh, like, am I doing this right? Am I blah, blah, blah? Like, exactly. But you got to realize, like, that shit, like, Fuck all that. Like, fuck that noise. Like, Hell yeah. do you. Mm -hmm. And, like, as corny as that sounds, like, it's the fucking truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Sometimes the simplest shit we just need to hear, and it rings so fucking true. Exactly. So fucking true. You know, like, I... Like, my ego death, like... I found my confidence to make everything in the cinema through that. Word. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have made everything in the cinema if I didn't switch my major. Literally. Like, straight, like, that's just facts. That's insane, bro. You know? Like, imagine what, like, imagine what would have happened. Like, imagine what, like, what that a, other I path would Bro, I would have like. been another depressed-ass computer science major trying to, <sighs> trying to get it, trying to get it by. That's crazy, bro. It's you just, know? it's that confidence. It's having that confidence within yourself and knowing that your shit is, your shit is popping, Exactly. Bro. So, like, people see that and, like, the kind of, like, you know... 
they could get jealous or like they could see that shit as a threat. Word. They could be like, oh damn, like, you know, look at those niggas, like they're just having like a good time, like they're like really like creating just exactly. to create, and they don't even care like who sees it, who doesn't, like it's just like pure like emotion. Word. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like when niggas see that like you have this genuine confidence and it's infectious, and then you have that genuine vibe around you, it's just like. They, they 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 fucking hate that shit, and it's just I, I'm at the point where I, I'm I just stopped giving a fuck, <laughs> bro. I, bro, I, bro, I told you this already, bro. I'm gatekeeping my vibe, bro. Bro, my energy is priceless, bro. Honestly, fuck it. Let's talk about gatekeeping and hating. <laughs> Honestly, like we're, we're gonna we can't nah nah we can't give them too much though. That, that's like a whole other oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But just as like a preface. We're, we're, Talk your we, shit, nigga. We at everything in the cinema. We hate. All right, we're haters, and we're we're gatekeeping. Big haters, big gatekeepers. Yeah, like we're we're gatekeeping. We're hating, like respectfully. Like you're not like why am I like I'm not giving away the sauce. Respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Find it yourself, nigga. We not letting you niggas in on this heat. For real, like find find, <laughs> find your own nigga. Uh, wait till it wait till it rains and you see a rainbow in the sky and For go real, chase after like, your gold, nigga. Find your own nigga. Respectfully. God damn, like and we're hating too. Yeah, and I might you know be dragging saying? it right now, but as for you hoes, I'm gaslighting. <laughs> this goes to all the hoes. I said this on Valentine's Day. I'm gaslighting all you bitches, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck. Look at my face. A fuck. Respectfully. Cinema shit, nigga. Yeah, but I mean, we we, we could have we could have like you know what I'm saying like another podcast, <laughs> a whole about, another episode. No, honestly, because truthfully, like the mechanics and like everything about gatekeeping and hating, like it's really complex if you really want to break it down. Respectfully, respectfully, like get lost. <laughs> <laughs> never, you know never. But anyway, coming back though, um, I feel like confidence. And like, you know, having like an ego, but still keeping it in check can like really be beneficial. And I think like it has been beneficial, like in my relationships, like in my life, like in my personal life. Word. And even like, you know, collaborating with people. Like you kind of have, like you need that confidence or else like, I feel like people aren't going to take you as seriously. Nah, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like. If I like go to somebody with like you know like a like a proposal or something with like about like a design or like if I go to somebody like trying to collab on a song like I gotta like appear confident type like you know what I'm saying like I I gotta like come with that kind of like ego like Kevin Electra gotta like pop out like you know what I'm saying like I gotta I gotta act like I'm that nigga because I am that nigga word where I feel like you know like if you go in like too like modest like oh like you know i think you might like the song like, <laughs> like it's just like it's not gonna come off as like they're gonna be more likely to turn it down Word. you know what i'm saying it's like you gotta know your worth yeah it's like when you told me to pop out to uh, live in your and it's mm. like like you was telling me like yo like let niggas know who you are like you know mm. plug your shit like you know you know like break bre break bread when niggas like you know like because right. like that was my first time meeting them niggas so it's like you know even though it's your first time, you may seem a little timid. It's like, put yourself out there. You know, exactly. take that risk. Because I feel like, you know, like we're saying with, like, the ego death and, like, really, like, none of this shit matters. Like, 
you have a choice to be embarrassed about shit. You have a choice to like be shy gospel. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like gospel. And that's different from like anxiety or whatever. I'm just talking like strictly like embarrassment. Embarrassment. Like you like you have a choice for that. Like I'm learning that as I'm going, but it's like you know, like if you walk in a room with like a fucking fuck ton of opportunities, like you best believe like I'm not gonna act embarrassed about anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm really gonna like put my name out there. Word. Cause like you know, if they fuck with you, they fuck with you. Word. And you kinda just gotta navigate through that, you know? Yeah, and you just gotta present yourself in a way where it comes off like, yo, I'm here and I'm gonna grab this opportunity by the balls. Exactly. If I don't get it, I'm gonna keep it pushing. Another door is gonna open. And if I do, just know that you're not gonna get another nigga that's gonna make the most out of this more than me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for some people, that may come off as stuck up. I feel like with confidence, people like kind of see it as like, oh my God, that nigga is so like stuck up and pretentious and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, baby, I just... I'm that nigga that where, like, I wake up in the morning after I do my whole, like, skincare routine and I mm. brush my teeth and shit, mm -hmm. and I'm fucking naked in front of my mirror, mm -hmm. in my do-rag, mm -hmm. got my Kazi chain on, mm -hmm. fucking licking my lips, and, like, mm -hmm. I'm saying to myself, yo, you cute, nigga, you cute. Exactly. That's confidence. Right. Not, there's a lot of, there's a lot of niggas that don't have that. It starts, right. it starts with you. It does and, start with you. And if it- And that's the thing, like, niggas- Niggas try to get their confidence from others. No. You can't fucking do that shit. No. Your con your confidence is not in a music video. Your confidence is not in a magazine. I swear to God, you're not going to find confidence in them A Boogie lyrics. <laughs> I swear to God. Yo, you're not. And like, I'm calling out a lot of niggas, like, niggas, like, them, them lyrics, them fucking pictures, like, that's not going to give you the confidence, nigga. You got to find that shit. Word. Because it's like, if you if you the type of person where it's like you you with your niggas and like y'all just always around each other, mm -hmm. and like you're 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 a person where it's like you're not really that confident and you just sucking your confidence away from your niggas. It's, that's, just, it's artificial. Yeah, it's lame. It's artificial. Like, and like because you, like, you're forcing it. Because like when you're outside of your group and you're in a setting where like you're away from your niggas. I'm going to fish you out. I'm going to know that you get your shit from other people, nigga. I'm going to start fishing niggas out, see, like, nigga. It's, it's, it's a difference between, like, validation and, conf like, being, con like, getting confident in yourself. Like, being confident in yourself. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, validation is something completely different. Where, like, you know, like, if, if you really gain your confidence, like, from yourself, like, organically, like, that's just going to ooze, like, off of you. Like, it's going to be so obvious that, like, you're, like, you're, like, legit, like, you know you're not like you know you're that nigga. Word, like, I have a friend, like, and I'm not throwing shade to my boy, but I have a friend, and you know, y'all niggas know me, I don't name drop, but I have a friend. Um, no shade, but like we were on Facetime one day, and he was it was recently, and he told me like, yo, like I'm not gonna lie, that whole like kamikaze shit, that shit played out. I don't know, I just I, mm. I, 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 I like Brandon. And it's crazy because last last episode wasn't I saying that I personally I personally feel like my real name is played out. Right. So like it's crazy how like to other niggas they like yo like honestly that that kamikaze shit played out like I, mm. I, I, I like Brandon for Brandon, and it's like the way it came off because like mind you this is like a day or two after I threw the Christmas joint. Right. 
And like that's what that was the topic of discussion before like we got into that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this person saying that, I feel like that says more about them than me. A hundred percent. Cause it's like, like, yeah, like it's a nickname or whatever, and like it may come off as like, yo, this nigga, like that's his persona or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, no, it's deeper than that. You don't you don't know what it deeply means to me. Right. Like, yeah, it's a nickname. Uh, outside looking in, it, people might see it as a nickname or like. Yeah, this nigga made a persona for himself, but like you don't know what that shit means to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like I know who I am. I know what works for me. I got my thing. I got my world that I built. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that nigga said that shit played out, nigga. Uh, yeah, that like shit out. Man, get the fuck out of here, like. Nah, nigga. I, just, I don't know it rubbed me the wrong way. That, like that's why, nigga. But like it rubbed me the wrong way. But like oh. some some niggas just don't get it. All right. Some niggas just don't get it. It's just like I feel. Some niggas, they feel like they, like, they know you, mm-hmm. and they feel like they get so much right about you, but so much wrong at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, it just stems from, like, that insecurity within themselves. Where? To, like, they feel the need to, like, I guess, like, pick apart, like, arbitrary shit for, yeah. like, no, like, for literally no reason. Shit is walk, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't fucking get it, honestly. <laughs> how do how do you feel like? Cause that that confidence within, mm-hmm. and having the ability to have that confidence, like we we t- talked about it a little bit. But how important is it to have that? And how like how does it affect your relationships? You said how does confidence affect my relationships? Yeah, I feel like. Honestly, I feel like it's benefited, like, my relationships a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, because, like, with confidence, like, I put myself out there more. So, like, I, you know, like, I just, I just give more of my personality a chance to shine. Respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Same with, like, the work that I do. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, I guess, like, I give more... I give people more of an opportunity to perceive me. Mm. Yeah. I'm just leave it at that. <laughs> nah, that was a fire way to leave it, nigga. <laughs> I give people more of an opportunity to perceive me. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I feel like, yeah, like, I could be a very mysterious nigga. And, like, I know that. By the same time, like, whenever people do hear of me, it's because of a good thing. It's because, like, wow, like, this nigga's popping off. Like, this nigga's doing some fire-ass shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I love that. And that's just genuine. Like, that's just who I am. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's, and that's, that's great. Exactly. That's, and that's, like, there's nothing better than that. Like, right. I feel like, for me, it's kind of the same shit. Like, I, I, I've, I come off, I feel like I come off from serious to a lot of people, too. It's, like, not even just that. I've been told by somebody that literally, yo, you are very hard to fucking read. And I'm like... I got, I got that shit too. I'm not going to lie. Maybe I like that. <laughs> that's, 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 thank you. That's the point. Because yeah. it's like, I never want to be fucking read. Like, mm-hmm. never. So you, don't like, so you don't like being perceived? No. I don't like being Ooh. perceived. I don't like being perceived. Like, I don't like niggas thinking that they, they like... Like, it's okay. Right. Because it's like, that's what you think. But like, that doesn't mean that's what it is. Honestly, I fucking love being perceived. 
like anything I make or drop or do, like any thing that I yeah anything that I do like day to day like I don't give any context I leave it up for interpretation hmm. and I love when people talk about the things that I do like in different ways you know some may get it right I honestly like there's really no like right or wrong when it comes to interpreting like my music or like mm -hmm. whatever I do because like I just like I just love being perceived Mm. I guess, like I don't know. I feel like I have a, like, I have some sort of appreciation for it. Yeah. Cause like, especially being a creative, I feel like you have to have some some type of like natural appreciation for being perceived. Mm -hmm. Cause that's just like you're a creative. Right. You're always going to be perceived. Mm -hmm. So it's either you find an appreciation for it or get used to it. Right. That's just gangster. But um, <laughs> I feel like for me, like for me, for example, uh, my phone. I don't have a lock on my phone. Mm. And I, I tell people that, and they're like, yo, you're fucking crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, like, you're, you're insane for that. One, like, the government can be watching you. First of all, I have a government-issued phone. I live in the United States of America. Oh, I, I hate niggas who be like that, bro. I, 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 I just, like, I'm always being watched. Right. <laughs> I'm a U.S. citizen. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, like, like, I, like, my family chose to live here, and exactly. that's, 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 the, Honestly, that's the consequence. Like, like, not to even, like, segue from like not to like get away from like whatever you're saying but like niggas who be like yo like the gov the government is using this to track like nigga they have the birds the work for the bourgeoisie oh, oh, oh my god like the government has like like nigga like you have a fucking social security number <laughs> for real? are you fucking stupid we're all like, fucking numbers like we might as well have barcodes on the back of our i'm fucking saying heads. like you have like you have an id like, yeah you have a social like you have you probably do taxes you probably have a job you probably like niggas have information on you everywhere exactly we you, are all just fucking walking documents I'm t exactly walking fucking documents like i think uh i read somewhere like you're photographed or like you're on camera like oh like i don't know the exact number but it's so fucking high like highest number. percentage right yeah amount of times that you're on camera day to day like, you're not fucking anonymous. Like, stop trying to be like that. <laughs> Nigga said, smile, you're on camera. <laughs> For real. Private screening. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't have a lock on my phone. And I've been, I've literally been like that since high school. I haven't had a lock on my phone since high school. Because, one, I find it dumb. Mm. And, like, just personally. And, two, the, like, people be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you're mad weird. Why? Like, put a lock on your phone. Mm. My main response every time. Every time it comes up a convo. I don't got nothing to hide. Mm. I will literally give niggas my phone. Whatever you find, how however you react and how however it makes you feel from like scrolling through my phone is however it makes you feel. But at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. And I feel like that in a sense is kind of confidence because it's like I'm confident in my personal life and I'm confident in what I have in my phone that I just don't give a fuck. So you so you I feel like it's not that you don't like being perceived. I just feel like you don't care about being perceived. I guess so. Cause like I mean, giving niggas like your phone, like you, like you, they could literally have any thought about you after that. Literally. And you wouldn't give a fuck. But I feel like, at least I hope that like that comes off, mm -hmm. like on social media, like in terms of like the product that I like, the content that like I release and shit. I like I hope that comes off, cause like, I feel like, and I've been told this, but also I'm starting to feel like. I'm a nigga where it's like, that nigga really don't give a fuck. Like, oh, I yeah. feel like you could tell yeah. by my feed, the way I tweet. Oh, of course. I really don't give a fuck. 
Right. And it's like, that's another thing you can't manufacture. Like, mm. it took a lot of experiences and fucking a lot of life shit mm-hmm. to get this way. So. No. I mean, honestly, like, yeah, like, I feel like a lot of niggas, like, they could have that I don't give a fuck mindset, but it's so fucking forced. <gasps> it's so forced and it's so obvious. I feel like with you, like, it's, like, it's obvious that, like, you're, like, that's just who you are. <laughs> it's in the way I dress. Especially, like, especially, like, if you, like, if any of y'all niggas, like, meet this nigga, like, you could tell, like, this nigga just doesn't care. Like, in, like, you see it in my events, you see it in the way I throw my events, you see it in the way I dress, you mm-hmm. see it in my feed, my tweets, like, everything I fucking do, like, I would, I would say that I try, but, like, I'm not trying, I just... I don't give a fuck. So with that, like, how does that play into, like, your, I guess, level of, like, vulnerability? Like, how do you, like, I guess, balance confidence and vulnerability? Like, what's, like, the dynamic? It's a very good fucking question. So balancing the dynamic of confidence and vulnerability. Uh... Well, with confidence, I feel like, yeah, like I, I, I feel this certain way about myself and I have to find that from within and it's, you know, I'm running, I'm mm-hmm. running. I feel like with vulnerability, it's, it's running, but like also like you're running on that path that you're back on that beach, right? Mm-hmm. And say, like, you're really getting tired. You're really getting fucking tired, and, like, you stop for a second, get down on one knee, and, like, you're sweating, and you're about to pass out. Someone comes up to you, and they're like, yo, yo, you, like, you want to sit down? Like, you, you okay? It's having the ability to be like, okay. Instead of just being like, yo, fuck off, and just keep running. I feel like... That's such a fucking weird ass metaphor. Honestly, that's so philosophical. And that's crazy how I made it connect. <laughs> yeah, that's actually insane. That's like that's that was not fucking planned, yo. That was actually insane. <laughs> the way that metaphor connected wow. from earlier is great. Nah, cause like King me. <laughs> nah, dead ass. Like when you were saying that shit, I was like thinking like, wow, what the hell? Cause it's like, yeah, it's it's important to have confidence, but at the same time, it's like also having the ability to let people in. Right. And I have tr- I have trouble with that. I'm not gonna lie. I have tr- I have so much trouble with being vulnerable. It's all a learning curve. It is. It's all a learning curve. Cause like I'm like the type where like yeah like I'm like running, but like if somebody notices that like I'm tired, this is like metaphoric. Like this is like a metaphor, obviously. But yeah. like if I'm running and like I'm tired, like I don't want niggas to think I'm tired. Like I'm just gonna keep fucking going. Mm-hmm. Cause you feel like you're vulnerable. Exactly. Your, your guard is down. Like I want to exactly. Like I want niggas to think like oh this nigga's stam like stamina is on ten. <laughs> Like, he's always going. But truthfully, like, nigga, like, niggas be breaking down all the time. Word. You know what I'm saying? Not word. I just never give, like, people, like, the... Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's like a... I just never give people the chance to see that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that's not even on purpose. It's just, like, who I am. Word. Word. Vulnerability is not easy. I feel like... It took so fucking long for me to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Especially being a kid that, like, both his parents are from Haiti and right. they're both immigrants. 
mm-hmm. came up living in Queens, like in this Haitian family, don't really know what I want to be yet. But on top of that, I'm I'm of Caribbean descent. I want to be a creative. And the way the way I even grow out my hair and how that's kind of seen in like a Caribbean household, it's like I'm not I am not the quintessential image of the product of two Caribbean immigrants. I'm not. Right. I'm not. My grandmother tells me every day, cut your fucking hair. <laughs> cut it. I don't wanna I don't wanna look at it. Lee lead. It's ugly. <laughs> and I'm just like I, I, don't, I don't care right but um it's just like it's mastering my vulnerability though it's like it's weird cause it's like like it, it, it can come off as like me not giving a fuck but it's just also like it took that time for me to be vulnerable mm-hmm. especially with something as sensitive as hair you know right yeah very like obviously I went on this journey and I appreciate this journey so much with my hair and shit, but also it's like, I had to find my vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I had to really tell myself that like, listen, I'm gonna go through these ugly phases. Mm-hmm. My hair's not gonna look perfect all the time. Right. But after five years of growth, I fucking love my locks, bro. Like, I, I, I feel like, just in terms of like who I am spiritually, I wouldn't like, I, I would just, it would just, it would be a piece of me missing if I didn't have locks. Right. And I'm I'm my fault for like deviating away. Kind of. <laughs> no, no, no. We we talk about hair now, but um, <laughs> it just has to play with it. For me, at least, that's like that's a part of my vulnerability. Yeah. So. Damn. <laughs> no, I I feel that. Like I feel like, especially like with hair. Like I've had locks before. Like you definitely like, this is a whole other level of like exposure. Word. You know, I guess like, vulner like vulnerability and exposure are, like, one and the same. Mm-hmm. and i feel like it's definitely important like i definitely see the importance of like being vulnerable like that's why like i kind of use music as a way to like as like a vehicle to like get out like to kind of expose myself i guess Word. but like on social media and like shit like that like i do not expose myself at all like i definitely like keep like a certain like i'm not image but like you know, like I just, I just show like what I feel like is important to show. Yeah. You know. And I feel like it's it's it, especially for me, it's finding a balance mm-hmm. because like I told niggas earlier, I'm Mister Outside, and I I'm, I'm fully behind that shit respectfully because right. I've been outside. But mm-hmm. I don't. It's it's like to the point where like I don't gotta tell you that you you see it you see it on my socials. Exactly. But at the same time, it's like wait, you outside, but aren't you kamikaze hiding or whatever? Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Aren't you this mysterious nigga? Okay. It's finding a balance. Exactly. I feel like if I was always hiding, that like there has to be, there has to be fucking levels to like to the spectrum. Mm-hmm. If I was a nigga that was always hiding, that's lame. If I was right. a nigga that was always outside, it's lame. Right. There's levels to me. Sometimes, like I will be fucking in the crib and you won't fucking see me. But other times, I will be that one nigga outside fucking throwing back shots with my niggas. Mm. And it's like. Even though I do be outside, I kind of still find ways to blend in that kind of like level of, of obscurity. Right. Say I, I like I'm with my niggas. I won't like put the location on. Mm. I won't tell niggas where I'm at. Right. 
You feel me? It's just like it's kind of like it's like a balance, and that kind of has to do with gatekeeping too. It's like, yeah, uh, like I'm, fuck, I'm not, fuck y'all niggas. Respectfully, I'm not letting you know. I'm not letting y'all niggas know where the fuck I be at. Yeah, I guess like I be I be gatekeeping my life, bro. Like, bro, you know what I mean? Bro, your energy is priceless, bro. Exactly. Like, I feel like only like a certain like sector of people really like truly like I show like I expose myself to. Yeah. But, like besides that, like. Nah, I'd be gatekeeping that side. Word. You know? But I still, at the same time, like, I give, like, little, like, breadcrumbs on, like, Twitter or whatever, like, about, like, my personal life or whatever. Word. Very rarely. Yeah. But, like, besides that, like, I want, like, a certain, like, I guess, like, side of me to be perceived. Sometimes it feels nice to bear your scars, mm. especially when you don't do it often. I feel. But um, one question I definitely want to ask you is um, how important how important do you feel it is to open up and let your guard down? Personally, and this could be with anybody that you've personally let your guard down with recently, and creatively. Damn, you said like, wait, ask the question again. How important is it to let your guard down personally and creatively? So two ways. I feel like creatively, it's very important. Because I feel like being a creative, it kind of comes like, you know, it, it, it comes with being a creative. Like you got to expose a certain side of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like there's like just, just, there's just a certain energy that you have to pull. Word. To like make shit. It's a creative community. Being a creative is you're like you're literally in a community. It's like exactly. That's why like you know like if I'm if I'm making something like I'm in a totally other mindset. Like another side of my brain. Word. You know what I mean like literally. As far as like now that could also be broken down because like there's different personas, but I feel like within the personas there's always going to be tr- like truthful to you. Yeah. Like, different personas can be different sides of you. So I feel like, you know, take that as you will. But as far as, like, my personal life, I feel like, like I said before, like, exposing myself and, like, being vulnerable, I only give that privilege to, like, a few people. Word. Word. But even then, it's like, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. No, word. Yeah. And I feel like it makes it special. Uh-huh. It makes it special. Because um, I feel like, like if, if, like, if I know you in real life and, like, I've told you, like, personal shit or, like, I really, like, showed you, like, emotions and, like, not saying, like, I don't show emotions, but, like, you know, just showing, like, you know, like, that, like, I'm not perfect, and that, like, I need help with shit, like, with certain things or, like, you know, just stuff like that. And, like, I'm coming to you about it or, like, we're just in conversation and, like, I just bring up, like, something that's in my personal life. Like, I feel like that, yeah, like, that's just really important. But, like, also, like, that, like, like I said before, like, not everybody gets that. Yeah. You know? I feel like it, that shit proves that you're human. Yeah. But also... It makes what you're being vulnerable vulnerable about mm-hmm. 
special. Exactly. It gives it a sense of specialness. Like, oh, like he told me this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing. Like he's telling me this, and it has to do with this side of him that he's mm-hmm. opening up to me. Right. Oh, like it creates a new level on top of the foundation that you've built with certain people in your mm-hmm. life. Yeah, exactly. Like it definitely like. It definitely builds and also can really like change relationships also because like you could have some relationships where like you know the only thing y'all talk about is like a certain topic yeah you know like you could have like online like for example like you could have online friends where like oh like new kanye just dropped for example oh like did you check it out blah 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 like you only talk about music or like you only talk about sports mm-hmm. like there's just like there's certain friends for that yeah then like when you really start to like dig deep into like y'all personal lives and like really like exchange like that energy because mm-hmm. it's the energy exchange that you know that's happening there that really elevates like a relationship for sure and i feel like it's just it benefits both people no word i feel like you have two people who find themselves in a situation just being vulnerable with each mm-hmm. other it just produces more good than bad. Yeah, I f- and I feel like it gives, I guess, like, going back to, like, being perceived, I feel like it's not bad for your personal life to be perceived, I guess, because it gives you more perspective, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, if you just hide, like, you know, everything that you go through, then I feel like you're just not going to get, like, outside, like, you're just not going to get another perspective on it. You're just going to be, like, inside your head. Word, word. You know what I mean? I feel like that's one thing that I've definitely been trying to, like, open myself up up to more, and, like, I've been on the learning curve with that. Yeah, and that's, like, that's really hard. Like, being inside your head, like, is, because, like, because in that, like, you just go, like, deeper, because, like, if you're inside your head, then you feel like, oh, fuck, like, I'm alone. When honestly, like, that's really not the case most of the time. Nigga, you talking to Mr. Overthinker over here. Bro. Tuh. <laughs> no, nah, like, over overthinking is, like, top three, like, biggest, like, sh- struggles in my life. Yeah, anyone who's anyone who knows me, like, my niggas, they know that I'm probably the biggest overthinker that they know, and it's mm. like... I get caught up in my head and shit, especially about like, especially when it comes to personal shit like my love life and like shit that I don't really promote like that or like right. the shit that like outside niggas don't know about me. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm definitely on the learning curve. And um, it's definitely like something that like I'm trying to get better at. But at the same time, I'm just glad I'm self aware. Mm. And I don't know, like, Self-awareness is good, but at the same time, in this kind of situation, when it comes to overthinking, I don't know, because it's like, I'm aware that I overthink, but, like, I still do it, you know? Yeah. So. And I I feel like there's really no cure for overthinking. No. There's really not. No. You know, you kind of just have to, like, get through that patch, you know? Because there's also, like periods of time where like i just don't overthink i just i just do keep doing like whatever i'm doing like i'm having that now where like i'm just like 
I'm just going. And you owe that to yourself. Exactly. Because when you when you overthink, you get caught up. Mm-hmm. And that just slows shit down oh, so much. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It slows everything down. And it's like... I don't know. Because I, I, in, in, honestly, like, in overthinking, there's some pros. Yeah. It also know? depends on what you're overthinking about. Like, say exactly, if, like, it depends. If it's me throwing an event, that's good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, thinking it, about every fucking detail. Like, that's great. Exactly. It's, you know, because it's one thing to, like, you know, o- just overthink for no reason. But it's another to really, like, think, like, okay, I, I, I'm not supposed to do this shit, like, just on a whim. Word. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I should think about this. Not a word. You know? And, like, overthinking could provide, like, I guess, more avenues of, like, the things that, like, you want to do. Like, for example, like, the new branding for everything in the cinema. Like, I was thinking about that a lot because, like, I really wanted to, like, do it justice. But if I just, you know, did the first idea that popped in my mind, like, it just wouldn't have worked. Like, I feel like I really needed to go through, like, that brainstorming and, like, that you know, overthinking period. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't see your whole process in making oh, that. Oh, it was, it was extensive. <laughs> making that logo. Like, it, like, cause when you look at the logo, it's a simple ass very, fucking logo. Very. It's very simple. But like, the fact that you're telling me it was an extensive process going through like making that. Cause I think insane. like, like niggas don't know like, when it comes to like design and like, you know, making anything, like, the simplest shit could take the longest time. Word. You know, like, for example, mm. like, the Apple logo, I'm pretty sure that did not take two seconds, but it could take two seconds to make right now. Because it's like... But, like, actually thinking about that, like, because, like, with the logo that I made for everything in a cinema, like, I was thinking, like, in the long term, like, will this be an iconic logo in 20 years? Like, if people see this, can they attach this to everything in a cinema? That, like, sense of, like, it being recognizable. Exactly. That's the number one thing when it comes to a logo is Word. it being recognizable. And that's the thing that I had to realize. Because Odd Future, that donut, they nailed it down. Exactly. Made in the URL, that URL with the star coming exactly. off, they nailed it down. Exactly. And now it's everything in the cinema with that asterisk, baby. Come on now. Exactly. So, like, now people see that and it's like, wow, like, that logo looks fucking sick. Word. And I know now, like, I, I did my job. Word. You know, and, like, it t- it took me, because that was, honestly, because actually making the logo, like, it took not a long time at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, like, a little curve, like, curves in Illustrator and putting ellipsis. Like, it it, it wasn't hard. But coming up with the idea yeah. of doing that was fucking crazy. Because it, because there's, com- there's such complexity in simple shit exactly it's so simple i don't want to fuck it up by overthinking exactly you know because like one mistake in that logo could change like people's how people perceive it Mm -hmm. like you know should i curve it this way or that way like the positions of the circles the the colors word you know it was just it was very it was a it was a fucking you know series of thoughts but like in the end like i'm really satisfied and like that was definitely like my favorite thing that i've done like design wise Word. easily my favorite because it wasn't a stressful type of overthinking it was more of like 
I was really digging to my brain about any ideas that I had. And that's just the most fun thing about being a creative. Word. You know? And it's wild that you said, like, going back to what you said when you were describing the logo, like, simplest things take, like, the like the longest time. Mm-hmm. Like, when you said that, the reason why I, why I, like, made, like, the sound that I made, like, mm, or whatever, <laughs> it's because I started to think about my personal life when you said that. Mm-hmm. And when I told Shorty I was in love with her, because it's like, and when we're like, as you know, talking about vulnerability and shit, mm-hmm. going back to when I told Shorty I was in love with her, and us both being mature and deciding, like, yo, like, you know, yeah, we feel the same way, but let's not rush it. Something so simple, but like, there is that possibility of it taking a long time or it taking a while and it going nowhere mm-hmm. it's like that shit can go nowhere exactly you feel me mm-hmm. <laughs> like but like it's just like it's just doing my thing and just having faith in shit just like taking its course you know i feel like that's when like overthinking takes a turn for like hella you know like should i think this much about something that you know, like, this truly doesn't matter. Versus, like, you know, like, making something for, like, whether it be, like, a design, song, clothes, whatever, like, you really want to, like, make the best product. Mm -hmm. Versus, like, something in your personal life where, like, okay, like, in the end, like, this decision doesn't define me. Word. Like, you know, like, this decision doesn't really, like, this isn't the end-all, be-all. Like, just do it. You know what I mean? Like, because the longer you wait, like, it's not going to change. Like, nothing's going to change. Like, it's just, like, you just got to do it in the moment. And, like, I had the same thing. Like, I liked this girl for a long-ass time. Like, an embarrassingly long-ass time. (laughs) And it's, like, as soon as I told her, she said the, like, she felt the exact same way. And I'm, like, bro, like, I waited this long for an answer that I could have gotten so long ago. Word. It's, like, it's just, like, it's really just that, like, overthinking with, like, something that is, like, something that you're making versus something that is, like, kind of like a split, like, decision. Like, that's the duality, I feel like. Yeah. Some more than others, like. Yeah, and, like, yeah, exactly. Like, some, this like, you know, uh, circumstances yeah. in, like, decisions are different than others. But, like, you know. I feel like for some people... It takes a longer time to open up than like other people. Exactly. Yeah. Like it took you a while to open up in terms of like addressing that and mm-hmm. addressing your feelings. Exactly. Because I'm not. Because I do not open myself up like that. Yeah. Like I'm not that vulnerable. Word. You know. But it's a learning curve. It is. Like man's like man's is twenty years old, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like it's oh it's okay. Like not that's another real. thing we have to like remind ourselves like it's okay. Exactly. It is okay. You know, like we are like young it's, ass it's, niggas, bro. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, you know? that like, like it takes us fucking months or years to fucking yeah. tell whoever how we feel or like tell this person like, hey, like this is what it is. You know, exactly. Like we're live right now. Like respectfully, I will tell Shodi if she ends up watching this. But um, I overthink about you, and I don't give a fuck. That's mm. just what it is. I'm human. Mm. I overthink about you. I fucking mm. like you. And you got mm. me geeked, and I fucking hate you, nigga. Geeked. Fuck. 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> fucking weak. Oh man, but um, fuck. That was like a lot. Word. <laughs> Shit. I think it's just like let's unpack that. Yeah, like we really like we we unpacked a lot. Word. But um, biggest takeaway in terms of like balancing private life versus personal life, or like what could you like tell someone? Who who could be watching this right now? Like yo, like, like what's a good way to balance private and personal? Private and personal is crazy. Damn. Cause like private, like that's type like, like my just myself really. Yeah. yeah. You know. I'll say this like. It's really important to have a balance. You know mm-hmm. you. Cause there's some shit that like should be kept private to yourself, mm-hmm. and maybe one other person. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to alienate yourself from others and like become like a, a loner yeah. or like, you know, this mysterious ass nigga. Like you definitely want to give your personality, your true personality, to people, so that. I guess you're not necessarily like you're viewed a certain way, but like you just, I feel like if you give out your truest version of yourself, it's just going to benefit you the most either way. Like if you try to like, you know, manufacture a different personality for others, like it's never going to end in a good way. Never. Like, good things could happen in that moment, but, like, in the long term, like, yeah. when you try to keep up that facade, like, it's gonna catch up. Yeah. It always catches up to you. You know, so, like, I feel like having that balance just breeds good shit, really. Word. Uh, I agree. I feel like it's 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 a balance, bro. Because um, as humans, it's so important to keep shit private. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always going to be things in life where it's like, there's no need to promote this. Like, there's nothing to gain from promoting this. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can keep this private and niggas won't bat an eyelash. Like, right. niggas, n- niggas will go on in life not being changed mm-hmm. by what, like, not being changed by, like, this certain thing that they don't know. But um, at the same time, you just don't want to alienate yourself exactly from like the niggas that you love so that's why like you know there's a difference like private life like yeah like there's definitely certain shit that you got to keep close to the chest close to the belt but um in terms of like your personal life with like your friends and shit and like your circle like it's definitely important to like you don't got to let niggas in like all the fucking way like here hmm. I am expose yourself like no one's telling you to do that but like definitely like you know do it in doses if you can. Like I'm definitely on that learning curve right now. Yeah, too. of course. Like I feel like it's good to like like yeah, like you could keep shit to yourself, but also like don't let that alter the things that you could share about Word. yourself. Like you know what I mean? Like just don't change anything about you mm-hmm. really. And then you're good. Like when it came to like shorty, I wasn't gonna tell niggas. I was just gonna keep it to myself. <laughs> I was just gonna tell her, and that's it. But like, I, I told you, I told Parfait, 
I told Messiah, Sav, like all my niggas, like, cause I felt like those were niggas that deserved to know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, deserve is a weird word to use, cause it's like, deserve to know? I I don't know. Who decides mm-hmm. that? But at the same time, it's like, it just felt right with you. Yeah, it felt yeah. right with me, you know. So it's just finding that balance and like literally like, like for example, um. Like the whole like how we're perceived on social media. Um, I literally like made a close friends recently. And like you're on it. And like for the longest time I always felt like close friends and private stories and blah 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 were so was so stupid. Mm. Like I don't I don't I don't care. Like right. but it's like sometimes like like I like it because it's like sometimes you do wanna post shit or like you do wanna just have a random thought just fly out into the air. Right. But like Again, gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. Like, now all these niggas deserve to see that right. shit. So it's like, you know, having a little pocket reality where you can throw shit into the void. And Yo, like pocket reality crazy. <laughs> MCU's type shit. <laughs> pocket reality where you can just throw shit into there <laughs> and niggas is fucking with it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So I like that. But nah, OD. That's wild. <laughs> oh, fuck. We getting multiversal in here nah, and again. For real. Kanye West is a really good example of controlling your fucking narrative. Unapologetically. And I'll be the like I'll be the first one to say it. Like Kanye West, like he's a fucking genius. Greatest artist of all time. And I feel like I don't give a fuck. Like what he's doing on Instagram right now is crazy. Like it's good. In a crazy in a good way. We've talked about confidence. We've talked about vulnerability, opening yourself up, and uh, no one's really been more vulnerable than Ye right now. This is probably the most vulnerable this nigga has been. Everything he's been going through in his personal life, his balance of his private life versus personal life. And I feel like. What he's doing, I feel like people are afraid of this. Oh, for sure. Because, you know, on social media, like, we're always used to, like, you know, I guess, you know, gatekeeping our personal life and, like, I guess, uh, worrying about being, being perceived in a specific way. Yeah. Like we post certain shit, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I feel like Kanye, he's posting literally everything. everything. He gets a thought, he posts it. He gets a thought, he posts it. And that's the craziest thing is like, he says that he's controlling his narrative, but he's only controlling it by saying everything. He's not even controlling it. But at the same time, like society's structured in a way where like, fucking artificial narratives that we put out is considered the norm. Yeah. So like when he puts out everything, all the truths, all the lies, all the dirt, bears all, his scars, all that. Everything people are fucking afraid of him controlling his narrative by being free about everything. Word. Oh my god, this thing is crazy. Exactly. <laughs> Bro, and I'm saying like cuz I guarantee you talk your shit. If he didn't say if he doesn't like if he never said anything on Instagram 
all the he- all the headlines would still be the same. And honestly, like, I just feel like there would just be less of an argument for him if that would happen. Like, you know what I mean? Word. Like, I feel like he's just standing up for himself. Mm-hmm. Like, he's telling his truth. Whether you disagree with how he's doing it is up to you, but, like, he's he just feels right doing that. Especially after so many years of being that one dude, like, where in the media, like, in the news, the paparazzi, the TMZs, the Perez Hiltons, and mm-hmm. all that, like, it's just, he's he's sick of it. Bro, and that's the thing, is, like, because during, like, the peak, like, MAGA yay era, he was rocking the red hat, he was with Trump and shit. Nah, shit. The fucking headlines and like conversations about him were fucked up like truthfully like yeah you could disagree with that but like the narratives that were being pushed about that were nasty yeah but he didn't say shit about it word he just kept going mm-hmm. or i feel like now he's just fucking tired yeah and then he just said fuck it mm-hmm. and he just let loose and i feel like that's just beautiful and call me a dick right i don't give a fuck but that shit is fire I feel like we have now seen we have now seen in a very long fucking time and we're going to get to the documentary but um the documentary's proof of this but like in terms of what how Ye has been acting and like what he's been going through and like how he's been posting and like mm-hmm. controlling his narrative this is the most human Kanye West we've seen in a very long fucking yes. time bro Yes Oh my god Yes and oh like Oh my god and the fact that, like, people are, like, just the reactions are just so fucking crazy. Because it's, like, he's just, like, this is just the most, nor- like, human thing that he can do. Yeah. It's just, because, like, everybody in our day-to-day, like, you know niggas who be posting crazy shit. Like, you post crazy shit on Twitter. Everybody posts crazy shit on their close friends. People talk shit about each other all the time. People act out. But all of a sudden, when Kanye West does it, oh, it's because he's bipolar. Oh, he's a fucking maniac. Oh, he's this and that. And it's like, bro, like, he's just a fucking human. Literally. You know? Like, he's not, like... Because, like, I know, like, I prop him up to be, like, the greatest or whatever. But, like, truthfully, like, he's not any different than I am. He just has a bigger platform. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. This is just real shit. You same niggas that's like coming at Kanye and calling him a maniac and classifying him, classifying him as crazy from all these Instagram posts and shit. The same niggas in high school who would get off all your thoughts on a black screen on Snapchat. You same niggas. I swear to God. I swear to God. Fuck y'all niggas. Streaks don't hit me up. <laughs> Yo, like leave Kanye West alone. Leave Kanye West alone. Like, I feel like it's so easy to, like, it's so easy to shut the fuck up. Like, if you think he's crazy, stop talking about him. Bro. (laughs) Nigga. The fucking narratives I see on Twitter about, oh, I'm so sick of the Kanye news. I'm so sick of, bro, stop fucking talking about him. You're making it worse. leave it alone. And it's like, bro, like, 
I'm tired. I'm not, I'm tired of it, bro. Like I'm fucking sick. I'm sick of this shit. I really am. Oh Lord. So I think you know. Shout out Kanye. First and foremost, you know he's he's really like he's shifting like he's shifting the fucking paradigm. Word. For real, like he's using social media in a way where like not any other celebrity has. Word. I feel like you find a sense of like hum humanity, but also individuality in the way he's been acting. It's like, wait, when something crazy happens in my personal life, I kind of. I kind of do this. I kind of do that. Mm -hmm. Wait, this point he's making here, I you, the relatability of mm -hmm. Kanye West recently has been crazy. Very relatable. Crazy. He's just posting his thoughts. Bro, like, he's just, he's just a fucking nigga that got divorced mm -hmm. and wants to see his fucking kids. Like, exactly. you know how many niggas can relate to that? Like, bro, like... And she's fucking a new nigga? <laughs> like, you know how many niggas can relate to bro, that? He called that nigga Skeet Davis. <laughs> Bro. bro, that fucking that fucking civil war meme that he posted was hilarious. Insane. That shit was funny, and it's like it's shit like that that like reminds me like Kanye's just another nigga, bro. Bro, he's just he's, just, he's posting memes. <sighs> he's like he's just hurt about this fucking breakup, but like, he's gonna get over it. He eventually. has a nigga mentality, bro. He just he's getting his shit off right exactly. now. Exactly, and like fuck it, let him. I'm saying, yeah, like, like let, let, him. let him, bro. Like whether he gets the consequences or not, like let him be his truest form you know it's amazing to see it's like the dude that literally went from saying i am a god i am a god i am a god to fucking being in a car and fucking making a video on his phone telling niggas that like he wasn't given the location to his daughter's fucking birthday party you you see that shift mm -hmm. bruh bro that vulnerability Bro, confidence to vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Crazy. But just, it also, like, it takes, like, a level of confidence to even post that shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I guarantee you, like, the Kardashians did not expect that. Word. At all. Because they were, they were rushing to change the narratives with TMZ real quick. Like, oh, like... It was just miscommunication, bro. Like, nigga, you did not give that nigga the address because you don't want him there. What'd you call her? Chris Jong-un? Yo, Chris Jong-un is always at it with these fucking TMZ <laughs> articles, page six. Like, I'm... They think, like, they're not blatant about it, but, like, it's fucking obvious that they be controlling the narratives. So Word. Kanye took the time out of his days to control his narrative. Word. Which is just saying whatever the fuck happens. Uh, how do you feel this divorce has been on him? How do you feel like? How, well, he's he's fucking going through it. How how vulnerable do you think this shit has made him feel? Very, bro. He's fucking, like, put it this way, bro. He's fucking Kanye West. Like, the dude has the probably the largest ego out of anybody in the world. But at the same time, he's also the most vulnerable person in the world. So that dynamic is going to lead to some shit. Like, this is always going to happen. Like, there is no other outcome but what's happening right now. So I feel like, 
you know, his mental, I think he's definitely going through it a lot. Yeah. And I think mainly it's because of his kids. Word. Kids are the key. You know, like it's definitely like his kids, man. And he just wants the family back together. That's really, that's really it. And like, he's just, he's hurt as fuck. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta feel for the man. Like, I mean, yeah, people have their opinions on like the way he's going about voicing his feelings and mm-hmm. con- wanting to control his narrative, which I respect. Your opinion is your opinion. Mm-hmm. Like some people feel a certain way about how he's going about it. Right. And you're, you have the right to feel that way. But at the same time, it's like, It's like gone on record and it's been shown. You saw the man was kept away from his fucking kids. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not in the judicial system. And they drug, they drug, test him, uh, drug tested him too. I don't know. The they whole, thought that he was robbing. I do not know the whole fucking situation with him and fucking Kimberly's divorce. <laughs> yes, she's Kimberly Kardashian to Kimberly me. Kimberly Kardashian is crazy. F- fuck Kim K. She's no longer Kim K. She's Respectfully. Kim- Kimberly Kardashian. Respectfully. But um, with the fucking airbags as fucking butt cheeks, but um, <laughs> like that's like one undeniable fact. Like he he was being kept away from his kids, and end of yeah. the day, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like um, I don't know, because on one like on one hand, like I do like the fact that like he's like how he's posting on social media like i think this is like i think like it's good to get that release out and it's good to like just like i said before control your narrative but it definitely is like making it worse for him at the same time bro in the world of blondeds and donald glovers where we don't get shit out of them, mm-hmm. we're getting Kanye fucking letting it rip like a fucking Beyblade. I am having fun over here. <laughs> yeah, man. I I don't know. I have no idea. But that's my goat, always. I'm always uh, be on his defense squad. Word. Lawyer. <laughs> always figure out ways to defend his narrative. That's just how I am. I'm sorry. Man, I gotta apologize, bro. Um, oh, I meant that shit sarcastically. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck y'all niggas, bro. I don't give a fuck. Uh, how do you feel about him wanting control of the narrative of like how his kids are perceived in the media and like him wanting control over how his oh, kids are perceived fuck. in the media? Oh, fuck. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. And this whole North on TikTok shit. Bro. He's 100% in the right. And the fact that people are disagreeing is insane. And I think it's just because he's Kanye West. How is he wrong for not wanting his... How old is she, like, six? On TikTok, in front of millions of people. I don't get, like, what's wrong with that. Like, literally, tell me what's wrong. Like, tell me what's wrong, please. Another question. How do you feel about people saying, in like, in response to, like, oh, he's not wrong. Oh, well, Kim is the legal guardian, and she lives with Kim. That's blah, fucking... Blah, blah. That's stupid as hell, because they have joint custody pretty sure like they're co-parenting so end of the day you feel like it comes down to them making a joint decision on how that that situation is handled i think yeah Mm -hmm. 
Like, there has to be some form of compromise. Word. You know, I feel like... And it's also because, like, that that TikTok account is both Kim and North's. Yeah. So I feel like... Um... I feel like there should be even more of a compromise because I feel like if you're just like, it's basically Kim and Norse, but disguise is just Norse, basically. Yep. Like, North is really using it. And like, I just feel like, you know, like if Kim is like letting North go on like TikTok live, unsup- like unsupervised with the comments on and shit, yeah. like, what does that tell you about Kim? Like, people making stitches to Norse TikTok saying some wild, weird-ass shit. Excuse me? I ain't hear yeah, about that. Yeah, bro. Oh. Yeah, bro. She not over here regulating and controlling the comments and shit? No, nah, I think now they did after oh after God. Kanye said shit. I mean, I think I it's so- I know I think they, they turned off comments after a certain event happened. I'm not sure. But, like... I don't and, know specifics, so I'm not gonna, you know, feel, you feel me? Like, no, nah, this is just from like shit that I've seen. Okay. You know, like, if you, yeah, if not, if you got the facts, <laughs> talk your shit. Like, and like, another thing was like, fucking Norse's cousin, I think it's like Courtney's kid, okay. texted Kim saying, like, oh, like, I seen that. I just didn't read it. I seen it though. Yeah, like, oh, like, I don't think North should, uh, should go on live unsupervised. She might say the wrong, like, how are you letting an eight year old boy tell you how to fucking, take care of your kid it's that kimberly shit it's just like it's shit like that but that's overlooked because she's a fucking white woman and in the media like she is propped up to be some fucking like you always hear shit like oh like she passed the baby bar exam blah 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 like she's like her fucking image is crystal clear but when kanye expresses concerns about like you know, uh, maybe North shouldn't be on TikTok. Word. All of a sudden, like he's fucking wild for that. Like I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, when it comes to that, and the whole like fiasco with his kids and wanting to control that narrative and just you know, just wanting to be around his kids in general. I don't know. I just, I wish man's luck, cause it's like. Nah, he's he's fighting a he's fighting a losing battle. You know, uh, he's not, he's not in the position to win that, yeah. you know, be, just, and I think he just he, being a black man, like, exactly. And I'm gonna say it, just being a black no, man, like it's facts, like being a black man, like, and if they do go to a custody battle, he's 100, like 99.9% going to lose. And, he, and I think he knows that <laughs> she got the crib, all that. Like they're gonna look at her and her situation and be like, why 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 would we give them the why would we give the kids to Kanye? This fucking no nom- nomadic, fucking sporadic, fucking, fucking Instagram fucking, posting. Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just like I guess outside looking in, yeah, like to, to to people in the judicial system, like, yeah, like it's not it's Yeah, it's not looking good for, for folks, man. Yeah. Like it's not looking good at all. But and I like I said, like he knows that like I one hundred percent know that he knows that. Yeah. And I think that's making him more frustrated. So posting that means like he's gonna post like even more crazy shit. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it's 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 tough, you know. Yeah. Like you can definitely tell like he's doing shit with his heart first and mind second. Mm-hmm. Like, he's definitely, like, doing shit with his heart, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I kind of see the beauty in that. Like. I do. Like, fuck Kim K, but, like, <laughs> my nigga, he wants you back. 
Not for real. Like, he, he definitely, he definitely <laughs> And he does. wants to be a family again. Like, yeah. I find beauty in that. You know? I just feel like it's hard for people to see beauty because they're celebrities. Yeah. You know, so, like, they don't really treat them as, like, just other, like, human beings. Like, Kimberly's fucking skeet. He <laughs> dated Julia Fox. Fuck all Like, that. this is, honestly, like, if you really break it down, it's just regular school drama. Word. But on a bigger platform. How you feel about that? How you feel about the comparisons to, like, this whole, that whole situation and how people are saying, like, yo, this is really some, like, high school drama, middle school drama Bro, shit? Bro, because it is. I've literally seen this exact scenario happen in high school. Like, it happens hundreds of thousands of times every single day in high schools. Like, it, like this shit, like, it just makes you, like, I guess realize, like, these niggas is just humans, bro. Like, oh, yeah. these, are, these niggas is just like us. Word. Just like us. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. This whole situation and, like, everything Kanye's been going through and, like, the divorce and all that. This, this shit is, this shit, like, almost reminiscent of how I felt seeing fucking the Avengers lose and, like, <laughs> them niggas regrouping, like, all right, where the fuck is Thanos, bro? Like, oh, that, yeah. that, it's, like, almost the same feeling because it's, like, these gods are, like, defeated, like. Right, exactly. <laughs> shit is hilarious, bro. Yeah. Nah, Ju- Julia Fox, man, that's, that's spoiled milk. Oh, I'm sorry. That's spoiled man. milk. That's spoiled milk. Julia Fox from Uncut Gems fame. Yeah, bro. I'm not gonna lie. She played out, especially since like now they like separated now. Yeah, like, that whole fling is over. Like she was only popping being with him. Yeah, she's kind of irrelevant now. Yeah, she is. She <laughs> is. She is. Like, yeah, you know, like you know, like on it. Like Kanye simply just got with her just to get Kim jealous. Type shit, and it's like, listen, you you gonna get like that's some nigga shit. Like you gonna get with this nigga? I, I got some, I got some, heat, <laughs> I got some heat in my holster too, nigga. Like, you know, uh, what what kind of do he uh he bought her and like her friends like Birkin bags or some shit? Uh, what what yeah. kind of bags was it? Birkins, I think. Yeah, so. it was Birkins, like nigga, nigga shit, was, <laughs> nigga shit, prime nigga shit, nigga shit. That is some nigga shit. If if and if they were black bitches, they it would have been t- it would have been Telfeezy's, nigga. If, if they were black bitches, they wouldn't have been Birkins. They would have been Telfeezy's. This nigga is a fucking oh, nigga. Oh fucking hell! What did he say on Violent Crimes? Fucking, I'm a nigga. I know what they want. Like like that nigga is a nigga. He's in his nigga phase. He is, he is a nigga. Bro, bro, and, and he's like he's linking up, he's linking up with future and shit. Like he, oh know, my god, he knows what he's doing, bro. Word, he knows what he's doing. Word, man. come on now, he knows what he's doing. Respectfully, I just like yeah, it's a losing battle, but either way, I'm gonna wish my man's luck. Like not for real, like, cause like honestly, like all jokes aside, like I just you know I hope the kids are doing good. Yeah, cause it's like, like why why does why does what him and Kimberly go through. Mm. Have to affect the kids. That's what sucks. Yeah, that's what sucks the most. I think about. Uh, when Kanye, it was like Kanye North at the Super Bowl, and like they put them up on like the, well, like the projector I or like that. That whatever. They booed them. Oh, really? Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, they don't care, but like, it's just like it's like, but like, just think like, from like North's perspective, like she does not know like why they're booing them yeah it's like now now she's gonna like now she's gonna like have those thoughts oh yeah she's never forgetting that yeah exactly super bowl all these legends in the halftime show fucking it's in my hometown and i get booed exactly and i just feel like uh 
you know, like divorce and like splittings and whatever. Like it's not, it's never easy on a kid. So like, especially that age, like it's like, fuck. Yeah. You know. But I mean, say la vie. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're. It's crazy because like I had a thought like when you were to fucking talking about how like this shit like really relates to like high school and shit like. It does. I was thinking like, damn, I was in that boat. Fucking <laughs> being in a relationship and then like that relationship ends and then like like that she's with a new nigga i've had that happen to me multiple times yep literally like everybody's had that experience at least once like if you have if you didn't then you're lying like that's happened to you one way or another and it's crazy because it's like the same niggas that's coming at kanye for like the way he's going about this situation it's like those are the same niggas where it's like in in that position they probably were in that position mm-hmm. were in a relationship of some kind have it end abruptly and like two seconds later they would a new nigga. Mm. You're lying if you're telling me you didn't have that feeling of doing what Kanye's doing right now. Just being loud and being a nigga. <sighs> yeah. You're fucking lying. You're fucking lying. Fucking lying. Hey, you're fucking lying. <laughs> For real, like, cause we all, bro, it's a nigga mentality, bro. We're all niggas, bro. Yeah. Sometimes like, like we get pushed around enough. It's like, fuck it. Like I'm gonna I'm rub my mouth. I'm gonna run my fucking mouth. <laughs> and you gonna hear this. Run my fucking mouth. And you gonna hear this. Yeah. Respectfully. And that's that's the exact reason why I appreciate what he's doing. <sighs> Brash, unapologetic. That's Kanye he's West. He's doing what everybody else wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So... We were on the topic of vulnerability. And, um... Like I said before, there's no... Person in Hollywood, in the media, no other celebrity who is on the learning curve of vulnerability more than Kanye West. And when you think about vulnerability and Kanye West right now, you think about Genius, a Kanye trilogy on Netflix right now. Episode one on Netflix right now. Not an ad. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, bro, okay. Two questions. Uh, how do you feel about him wanting control? Him wanting like his like struggle to like control the narrative with that because like you know how like he feels like you know yeah like I allowed you to to record me for all these years but it's like in terms of like it being published and blah 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 I want to say I know mm-hmm. that was a whole thing so that's question number one. Right. How do you feel about him con- wanting to control that narrative? Mm-hmm. And two. What do you... Because, like, we both have not seen this documentary, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yet to have seen it, but we yeah, will. I'm too... I'm, I'm, I already know it's going to be an emotional-ass roller coaster. <laughs> like, I gotta... I really gotta fucking prepare myself for Hell it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch it tonight. Like, today is uh, February 18th. So, f- February 18th, like, I will watch it. Yeah. I can't but. guarantee that. Tonight, I'm going out with my niggas. We're getting fucking fried. So, um, I'll... I'll fried. Get, I'm getting to that where I, when I get to that. But I will watch it. I promise. Pinky. Yeah. But, um, yeah, question number one, how do you feel about him wanting to control that narrative of the documentary in terms of getting it published? Mm. And two, how do you feel that documentary, like, wh- what do you feel the documentary speaks in terms of, like, his vulnerability? All right. Now, know- it, how his vulnerability ties into that documentary? I feel like um, a lot of people were really, like, opposed to, like, him wanting to, like, inter- intervene, quote-unquote, like, last minute. But I feel like 
it is weird that he didn't get a final cut of the like of it before it came out. Like it is about him, and I feel like it's just like his right to like see it before it comes out. Word. Like just in general, I'm not gonna say like he should change everything about it or change anything at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying like at least give him the opportunity to like fucking see it. Word. And also like. I just feel like, especially, like, in the time that we're in now, like, there are some false narratives that could be pushed from that. Yeah. But overall, I feel like I don't think he was in the wrong for wanting to see a Final Cut. Like, I think that's just, like, what should happen. Yeah. Um. So as far as, like, vulnerability within the documentary, and like I said, like, I haven't seen it, but... But from what you have seen so far, like, trailers... Yeah, like, from, like, because, like, I know, reviews. like... Reviews... I know, like, the one clip that stands out in, like, my mind that I've seen is when he played All Falls Down. Yes, sir. In the Rockefeller offices. And it was, like, it was basically, like, the final version. Like, it didn't sound that different from what was released. Yeah, it had so, the Lauren, Lauren Hill yeah, samples cleared and everything. Exactly. Like, and, like, his vocals sounded a little different. But, like, besides that, it was basically the song. Yeah. So he pitched fucking All Falls Down and nobody cared. I feel like I could do anything. You know what I mean? I love that. Like, I, f- I just feel like, and, like, I've heard that, like, there's, like, hella moments like that on the fucking documentary, which I can't wait. So it's just, like, that, I just feel like should be essential viewing as a creative. Like, right. I just feel like if there was, like. Or just niggas that, like, are either in and around the hip-hop scene or just appreciate hip-hop. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I just feel like that's just essential viewing. Like, you oh, yeah. have to see that. Word. And, like, if there's ever moments of, like, you know, self-doubt or, like, whatever, like, I'll always just refer to that Word. and just know, like, all right, yeah, like I, I got it, bro. I got it. And that was, I know that was a lot. Nah, word. Nah, I'm just thinking about it. It's just, like, my mind went blank and it went blank because it's just, like, I feel like we don't, like, or at least me, like, I don't really realize, like, how, like, important that moment is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, that's like, that's, that's roots. Right. Like, seeing where Kanye is now compared to, like, that moment, that's roots. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Like, nobody knew his name. Like, you were barely known, and you got a, first of all, congrats on getting a Lauren Hill sample cleared. Mm. I mean, they got rejected, <laughs> but she cleared it and then denied being on the song. Right. But, like, God damn, his hunger, man. Oh my god! Because like he just knew he he like he knew that he was the one. He just knew. I think like I heard uh, another quote from the documentary. Like he was saying like, "Oh, like they didn't uh, put like Kanye and West on this." I'm like paraphrasing, but they didn't like say his full name. Then he was like, "Oh, like there's gonna be a time where like they're just gonna refer to me as just yeah, bro." Wow. Bro. Bro. What the fuck? Yo, that's crazy. Bro, and like, I didn't watch that scene, but like, one of my friends was telling me about it, like, about like how that whole thing happened. And it's just like, you would think like his whole life is like literally the Truman Show, like, just planned. 
like the fact that he said that back in like the early 2000s to now like his legal name is literally yay everybody calls him yay it's just like he fucking knew you know what i'm saying so it's just like that confidence that you have knowing that like yeah like got rejected from here nobody give a fuck oh like they should put my full fucking name like i'm gonna be referred to as yay in the future like it's just like he just knew to just keep it the fuck going you know and here i am fucking thinking like nobody over here manifests harder than asap rocky yeah fuck that <laughs> nobody over here manifests harder than fucking kanye west no, for real. that's insane what the fuck that just fucked me yeah that whole that whole fucking that whole shit that you just said to me fucked me yeah wow oh my god Oh my god! <laughs> Damn! Like, I just, I just feel like, cause like Kanye said that like his life is like the Truman Show before, and it's like after that, like I really believe it. Like, Blurred. Th- there's just no way. I just feel like we're never gonna see someone on that kind of trajectory ever again. Never, ever. Never. Ever. Especially never. the time that he lived in. Right. Like, the 2000s going to the 2010s. Like, I feel like he was a master of fitting into every decade. Like, I feel like in the 2000s, like, like he, like, yeah, he he fit the 2000s. 2010s, the 2010s, the music he was dropping, yeah, he, he fit that decade. Mm-hmm. And now, like, now we're in the 2020s, the roaring 20s. Mm-hmm. He like I just like he still has that like aura about him because like the thing is like say what you want about Kanye but like he knows like he just he's tapped into society oh most definitely like the way he talks about social media now to going back to like the shit that he was talking about on late registration and college dropout about like the political scene, like climate in the United States, like George Bush doesn't care about black people. Shit like that, like you wouldn't have thought like when he said George Bush doesn't care about black people, that was a controversial statement. But like now, like that's kind of like a no, like no, like no shit. You look back and you're just like, yeah, that nigga was spitting. But in the moment it's like, what the fuck did he just say? ridiculous because like i mean i wasn't like sentient enough like i was like three at the time i think like i wasn't sentient to know that but i know growing up like shit like that was what he was saying and even like the fucking like vmas like when he took the fucking shit from taylor it's like yeah like that's crazy it was kind of ignorant but uh but he was saying what everybody thought exactly beyonce deserved that fucking grammy exactly yeah yeah you (laughs) you can i I feel like a cop out in that moment oh he's been drinking he's had a few drinks we we know about the henny bottle (laughs) yeah but a cop out a natural kanye cop out that nigga crazy Mm. that nigga crazy that nigga crazy okay i'm crazy what you gonna do about it (laughs) (laughs) for real and like even like if you think about like now he talked about taking likes away from instagram years before it happened i remember that 
years before it happened. Remember that. It's just like he just knows. Like he just knows shit. Like literally, he knew about all the shit that be gassing you hoes. He knew about all that shit. Respectfully. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I feel like he's mastered. We talk about a nigga mentality. He's mastered it. He's mastered it. It's insane. Cause like the shit that he's spoken on right. or spoken about, and the mm-hmm. fact that like so much of it has come true. Yeah. Bro, just think to like the Zayn Low interviews, fucking sway. Like he literally is like the real life like prophet, bro. Like he just knows. Like he was talking about becoming a billionaire and becoming like Yeezy being like global fucking like fucking rappers becoming rock stars like it's just like he just fucking knew like Jesus and like with the shit that he was wearing back then like calling himself a rock star like everybody thought that shit was crazy now every rapper now has rock aesthetics and is calling themselves rock stars and is wearing crazy shit yeah like the way that fucking rock and rock culture and emo culture has bled like into they're... the mainstream and bled into hip-hop mm-hmm. and trap. It's insane. Because, like, shit like Yeezus made room for shit like Whole of Red. And it's like, when you think about that, he's just tapped in. He's just fucking tapped in, man. <laughs> like, for real. You know? Word. Even with fucking 808s, like, mm. niggas was not doing, like, yeah, there was T-Pain, but, like, the way that Kanye was using autotune was just crazy. Like, he was a rapping nigga doing fucking ballads with autotune. Word. Like, everybody shit on it at the time. Now it's the most influential, at least one of the most influential albums ever. Yeah. There's a lot of niggas who Birth have, Drake. A lot of niggas who have dropped projects where it's just like, them projects would not exist without Kanye was. For sure. It's just like when you think about shit like that, it's just like like are y'all forgetting like who y'all talking about? Word. <laughs> like You like you see the nigga post and you just like he crazy. Like, do like you know who this nigga is? Yeah. That's 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 a fact. That's mm-hmm. a fact. Like I'm not trying to like turn this into like a dick slurping contest. But, like, <laughs> it's just like it's Facts, just, facts, facts. It's just like you know, I'm using this as an opportunity to just get my shit off. Respectfully. About about yay, man. This you know? man Steven has felt a way about all this shit for a long time. No, for like, bro, I've been keeping it in because it's like, bro, like, I just I can't fight these narratives, man. I just I can't fight it, like. Just like Kanye can't you know, <laughs> try it. You know the group chats and shit, like all shitting on Kanye and like, I just I can't fight it, you know. Respectfully, and this just goes to anybody who's watching this who just had the thought of, yo, oh my god, they really on Kanye dick right now. Well, you on ours. Hop, <laughs> hop the fuck off. Exactly. Find, real, find real estate on someone else's dick. For real, y'all might, y'all might get pregnant. Honestly, like, <laughs> the way y'all on my dick, like crazy. Nah, word. But um, so like, we've we've had a whole discussion of yay. I didn't even expect to get into yeah, this I, I deep did, into yeah, yay. <laughs> but um, the main thing, like, again, we talk about confidence. We talking about vulnerability. All that. Mm-hmm. Especially as a creative, Kanye, the ultimate creative. Do you feel like, like the main takeaway, like, do you feel like what he's doing on socials is bad? Like, is he doing anything wrong? 
No. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like short answer, no. Long answer, yeah, it's probably like gonna hurt his relationships with Kim, potentially his kids. But in the long term, they're gonna like, it's gonna be known that like, he was really just like controlling his narrative. And I think like if he feels like that's 100% like keep like if he feels like 100 percent comfortable in that then i feel like who am i to like say if he's wrong or not respectfully you know what i feel in five years none of this shit will matter mm. <laughs> nah respectfully respectfully I, I mean that's just how it is see that yeah see that in five years none of this shit will matter kanye will be doing his thing mm-hmm Kimberly. This show will be a blip in memory. Honestly. Literally, like, bro. Literally. This show will not matter at all. Kimberly, well, I don't I frankly don't give a fuck what she ends up doing. <laughs> but like like we said before, it's 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 about the kids, bro. That's the most important part. Like that's the most important thing in this situation. Kids. Learn. But um fuck, man. I think that wraps up episode two. Damn. Of private screening. We reached the finish line on this one, nigga. No, we talked about we talked about a lot of shit. Word, word. Know? Nah, I, f- I, I hope everyone <laughs> listening could take like, nah, for real. Like, I hope someone. Why are you laughing? Like, I'm being dead ass. I don't know. This nigga. Well, the one moment I try to be dead ass, like you, you see this nigga. The one moment I try to be completely dead ass, this nigga laughs. See, I just, I just gotta stop talking. F- fuck this shit, nigga. But anyways, no, talk, talk your shit, bro. Talk your shit. I just hope our listeners could take something away, some genuine shit away, in terms of being confident, in terms of opening yourselves up, letting your guard down, and being vulnerable and pushing boundaries within your creativity. Because that doesn't happen. You don't. You don't find new planes. You don't grow. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no growth if you don't push boundaries. Like, you just stay in, like, a fucking box. Respectfully. You, know, so. you do not find new planes of existence within your creativity if you do not push boundaries. And how do you do that? Open the fuck up, my nigga. Yeah. Some of you niggas even, is... T- even, even just a little bit, bro. Word. Just Some of you niggas is too closeted. No gay shit. Some Thanks. of you niggas is too closeted. No gay shit. Mm, decided I had to say that shit twice. Some of you niggas is too closeted. No gay shit. Yo, I need, I need to fucking rap, bro. <laughs> no, that was a bar. That bro, was a bar. bro, that I've been bar. saying too much fucking shit that is like a bar, bro. That was a bar. 2023, I'm dropping my tape, respectfully. Nah, fuck that. I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay keeping my bars from all y'all niggas. Respectfully. <laughs> Respectfully. You gotta gatekeep bars now, bro. Nah, we gatekeeping everything, all right? We, we hear everything in the cinema gatekeep everything respectfully you know if that's one thing that you you know you take away from this is that we gatekeep word and we hate oh <laughs> everything in the cinema we hear private screening me and steven mm. we in the theater mm. what watching movies popcorn mm. eating sucking on your bitches titties and roll e nigga Ooh! this is private motherfucking screening nigga Ooh! come on now Private screening. <laughs> private screening. Private mo- pr- 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 private. Pr- 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 private screening. Private screening. <laughs> Love y'all niggas. For real. Word up. Thank you for tuning in. Catch us on episode three. You know the socials. Bing bong.
psychedelic experience has been referred to as heaven and hell. It can be, you can experience God. You can experience something deeply spiritual the God that's within yourself. But we haven't hell. It'd rather just be home.